Dragon Ball Super Dope. 2020. New Year. It is the first part of the new year. What's up, Dragon Ball Super Dope? My name's Kyle. This is Jimmy. Yo. Make sure you rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all the places where the podcasts live. We're actually doing Dragon Ball stuff today. Hell yeah. Surprise. <laughs> Obviously, uh, weekly episodes of Boku no Hero Academia um, have kind of taken, uh, I don't want to say priority, but uh, regular content to talk about once a week is cool. Uh, as per Dragon Ball, we have um, you know randomly dropped episodes of Super Dragon Ball Heroes. And uh, we have a manga chapter that I've been putting off talking about for the better part of three weeks. There's honestly not a whole lot to break down in that manga chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, but we haven't put out a pod uh, so far in the new year. So um, happy new year, everybody. Welcome in. I feel like it's too late to wish you happy new year. Uh, I think today is what, the 11th of January? Yes. Saturday the 11th. Yep. Uh, this will probably be at Monday morning. Um, knock on some kind of wood. Um, be on the lookout for a follow-up pod this week for My Hero Academia with me and the Flying Federico Brothers. Should be up by, I hope, Wednesday morning, maybe, if not Thursday. It's kind of a busy week again this week. Um, so be on the lookouts for those. But I figured uh, me and Jimmy did have at least a couple of Dragon Ball things to check in on. Um Chief among them, episode 19 of Super Dragon Ball Hero. So I did want to check in on the end of it because it seems to be the conclusion of uh, the Universal uh, Prison. What the fuck was it called? The Galactic Prisoner Arc or whatever? Yeah, some shit. Yeah. Uh, Hearts gets, you know, we, we get to see how Hearts ends today. Uh, and then we check in on Manga Chapter. I believe it's 55, I want to say. Yeah, I have 55 written down. Let's hope that it's that's the accurate number. I'm not sure that it is. Maybe it's 56. Maybe I just fixed it in post <laughs> with uh, me saying the word 56. Just like that. 56. <laughs> Clean cut. So uh, let's start with Super Dragon Ball Heroes. We watched the last one on uh, Christmas for our Christmas Eve party this year. Yeah. Um, it was fun to watch it with like 15 of us here. There wasn't that many of us, was it here? There was like four. (laughs) No, it was me, Mike, you. Oh yeah. Feds. Brandon feds. And Amber was here for a bit at the beginning for the patrons. Um, so it was a pretty busy room. Uh, I mean, the end of that episode, it just ends up being Goku and Vegeta. Vegeta, of course, reluctantly, uh, fusing into yeah. um, Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta. Well, Go- Gogeta who then uh, turns into Super Saiyan Blue. And we. Like a badass. Yeah. Super bad. We pick Fucking up. Fucking hearts up. We pick up on uh, that today, and hearts is. Throwing the fucking planet at him. A planet sized thing, it seems. Uh, looks all big and red and veiny and bulgy. It's, it's kind of gross. And. Uh, uh, Hearts launches it at him. Uh, Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta pushes it back at him. And then what do you know? Hearts, what, what do you think happens next? What do you mean? Hearts Push, throws the planet at him. Pulls the planet at him. Gogeta pushes it back at him. Yeah. And then what do you think happens? His boys jump in and fucking... Nah. 
<laughs> first, before his boys jump in, Hart pushes it back at him again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Like, the whole first two of these eight minutes of this episode is just like, ah! Oh, yeah. no, you don't. I'm stronger than that. Yeah, and right. Gogeta gets the upper hand. And you're like, yeah, Gogeta, let's see how this goes. And then Hart is like, can we rewind the clock? 30 seconds, please. This fat piece of shit was talking. Uh, <laughs> rewind. <laughs> and just pushes it back at Gogeta. And that's when the, the squad, and not even the full squad. Nope. It's uh, really just Jiren and Hit yeah. um, rush to Gogeta's aid after he launches just not even a final Kamehameha, just a Kamehameha. Uh, to fight this big, veiny planet size ish thing, so that's fun. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, uh, Piccolo and Android Seventeen, dude, kind of feel bad for him. Uh, they're relegated to cleanup duty. Yeah. Piccolo, I get Seventeen. Uh, tournament of the MV. Uh, tournament of Power MVP. Yeah, right. Kind of insulting. <laughs> Don't worry about these pebbles. Yeah, we got it, guys. Don't worry, all these rocks flying around, maybe hitting you on the face. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us use our energy blast to blow up these small rocks. Little tiny rocks. Fucking sweet, dude. We got this. That was totally sweet. Um I like that uh oh, you know who else? Trunks gets I feel so bad for Trunks too. Trunks gets caught up in that as well. Yeah. I almost forgot that Trunks was there in the first place. Right. Um I do like that uh after they get through this the you know, beam struggle thing and Gogeta breaks the fucking glasses of hearts like that we've been making fun of for the last however long we've had hearts in this whole little right. thing like just looking at those stupid visor glasses just ugh, so punchable right <laughs> in the fucking face break your fucking glasses and then he does yeah and hearts doesn't even have the heart <laughs> to say those are five hundred dollars. My glasses. <laughs> Can't see without my glasses. Yeah, that's a ducky line, but I was gonna go more Johnny Cage. Uh, those are five hundred dollars sunglasses, asshole. Yeah, right. That's where it's at. Uh, so Gogeta gives Hearts the Soul Punisher. Uh, as that no Soul Punisher is really more of like the Japanese like figurative translation. I think the English one is the Stardust Breaker. I believe, and that's what they call it in most of the video games too. I think. Yeah. Um. Honestly, when we were watching it, I was like, "Why can't I remember the name of this attack right now? What is? It's a filibuster. It's a something buster. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the filibuster episode of Parks and Rec the other day. Pat and <laughs> yeah, Oswald right. gives his pitch for the episode seven. Uh, the JJ Abrams directed episode seven. <laughs> We pan down on the twin sons of Tatooine onto the mouth of the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> Sarlacc. <laughs> the, the, the glove gauntlet of Boba Fett reaches over the side and pulls himself out. <laughs> you should have let fucking Patton Oswalt write those goddamn movies. Would have planned them out better than fucking Kathy Kennedy. Anyway, uh, it's a long way to say. Maybe we'll talk about Star Wars soon. <laughs> we... Should we really should we should we do, should do Clone Wars? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I don't, I'm all about watching Clone Wars. I'm not doing a Clone Wars podcast. Look at me. Do I look like I have the capacity for a Clone Wars podcast? There's hey, so much. In one there. of our many listeners out there, why don't you fucking make a Clone Wars podcast, <laughs> and then I'll be your executive producer. All right, I'll give you advice on how to uh, uh, expel, expel, no, 
exude, exude, exude the virtues of super dope <laughs> through your podcasting medium. I'll give you lessons and shit. Podcast so ask, guru. I mean, ask Joey B, man. Joey B came came to me for podcast advice last week, and I was like, oh, here's what you need to do. And he's like, wow, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Haven't heard from Joey B since. <laughs> I think I overwhelmed his brain. He's like, wow, you're really into this. I'm like, dude, I think about podcasts all day. It's terrible. I don't Her mean day. to. I don't want to sometimes, but I just do. I probably listen to like at least five podcasts a day. Yeah. I mean, sometimes less. I don't think I listen to any podcasts on Thursday. <laughs> Went to work and did my job. Like this week or like Thursdays in general? Do you just take a break on Thursdays? No, just this past Thursday for whatever reason. <laughs> I was really busy and I only had time to listen to like maybe say three podcasts. Oh, jeez. Yep. Anyway. That's a light day. Yeah, pretty light. What fucking shit are you strolling through? I mean, I listen to two daily news podcasts in the morning. I usually have uh, like three different politics podcasts I listen to throughout oh the week. Oh, my God. You're such terrible, dude. I have the, I'm politics. listening to Office Ladies podcast. That's a pretty good pod. Uh, I got a couple of the Kevin Smith podcasts that I listen to. Uh, obviously, the podcasts that I produce, I don't like um, <laughs> listen to, but I, I do have to listen to. Um. Yeah, man, I got a lot of stuff. I got a couple like audio documentary uh, pods that I check out, uh, but like those are more like binge stuff, you know. Yeah, I think about pods a lot. No anime pods except for yourself. No, and you know why? That's very much intentional for the most part. Why you don't want to copy what someone else is exactly. doing? Exactly. OC over here. I mean. Not even that. What we do isn't particularly original. We're talking about an episode of something that a million other people, if you go on YouTube and look up episode 19 of Super Dragon Ball Heroes, you'll get a subversion of this episode, but you'll also get a bunch of jagoffs doing reaction videos to it. <laughs> All right. And we are one of those jagoffs just of the podcast medium, not YouTube. There are other, I mean, um, Dragon Ballers, they, they do a lot. Basically, what we do, they they talk about these things in depth, go through whole synopsis. But me and JD are very different people, and that's why it's okay to have more than one anime uh, podcast. Uh, but that said, I think uh, my own—I don't need my own views and opinions influenced influenced any more than they already are by other things. I don't need to steal anybody else's take, even if it's accidentally. I'm not into it. But that doesn't mean that uh, those aren't good podcasts to listen to. There's a lot of good anime podcasts out there. And if you're on an anime podcast or you know of an anime podcast that we should be doing some kind of crossover promotion stuff with, let me know. Email me, dbsuperdope at gmail.com. Big goal for 2020 in Superdope. I mean, obviously, grow listenership. Um, I got MJ working with me on social media promotional stuff this year now, which is nice to have, but... Um, you know, she's going to be working on social stuff, but I'd like to do more uh, crossovers with other shows. So if you know Oscar, I'm looking at you, you podcast who are, if you know other <laughs> uh, uh, anime podcasts that I should be trying to um, maybe do a guest spot on, let me know. You don't like want them do guest spots here or I'll help, you do it there? Yeah, we'll do it both ways, yeah. Oh, yeah, we always do it both ways. Yeah, we go both ways. We give yeah. and receive. Yeah. It's reciprocating and catching. Reciprocity is the key to the game, baby. <laughs> anyway, 
uh, Gogeta spirit. But what the fuck's he do? Soul punishes Stardust, breaks his asshole yeah. open. Yep, book and me on your podcast. The, the <laughs> <laughs> gives him the fucking death punch, yeah. the fucking disintegration punch. The Stardust breaks his head wide the fuck open, and uh, a lot of people on Twitter and on Twitter this week were like, "Yo, how you gonna do me like this?" Toei, how are you going to make hearts cool in the last 10 seconds that he's a character? So his whole thing that he, as he's about to fade away is, he's like, man, that's amazing. You transcended your limits yet again, and you managed to defeat me. He's like, tell you what, though, you're not my enemy. I'm just trying to kill that Zeno guy. That Zeno guy's a real problem. He could just kill you all on a whim, just blinks, and boom, you're gone. I want to fight for your protection for that. I don't want that to happen to you. And I'm like... Oh, damn, Hearts. Why didn't you bring this shit from the jump? This is way more interesting now. Yeah, them little kids playing hide and seek. Yeah, I've just been making fun of you. You're all trash looking ass. And now you're all gold with like a weird white X thing going through your butt. Like, blah. He was so much <laughs> of nothing until the last, you know, 10 fucking seconds that he's alive. And uh, a lot of people on Anime Twitter were very upset about that. But rest assured, now that he's been a character in the Dragon Ball, uh, I almost said canon. Oof. I have a lot of angry motherfuckers tweeting to me if I said that. <laughs> now that he's been uh, in Dragon Ball media, don't worry. I'm sure that hearts will be around for years and years to come. Yeah. Uh, much in the same vein of people like uh, fucking Toa and uh, Mira and Demigra and like uh, fucking weird um, limited media. Exclu- not I won't say exclusive, but like. Limited media appearance characters, appearance. Limited appearance. media appearance characters like that. So, so long, hearts. That's all I got to say about that. Peace. Peace. And then. You uh, just got knocked the fuck out. We did, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, you meant Narts. Yeah. Well, I like that his glasses got knocked the fuck out first. Yeah. Those were really dumb glasses. Mm-hmm. If you wear a pair of glasses like that in real life, yes, I'm talking to you, Mr. Listener. Don't wear those anymore. <laughs> and I can say that because I wore sunglasses like that for a stretch of time myself between the ages of, say, 19 and 21. I have definitely have some pictures of me rocking some terrible sunglasses at URI thinking that I was the shit. Anyway, yep. um, don't wear sunglasses like that. You look like a jerk. Yeah. You want to look like a jagweed? No. No, you don't. <laughs> Hearts is defeated. Uh, we get a uh, flash over to um, Zeno's palace or whatever. Uh, the Grand Priest is outside, and he's like, oh, all right, cool. Everything's fine now. Great. And then he walks back inside, and the Zenos are counting to 100 and playing hide-and-seek with Champa and Beerus. Poor Champa and Beerus. Uh, somebody got to entertain the kids, right? Yeah, right. If he'd have known that, uh, if they'd have known, because there is two of them, um, if the Xenos had known that Hearts was out here trying to, uh, you know, start an uprising, overthrow uh, the children-headed patriarchy, <laughs> it would uh, really... Linked it out of the fucking universe. Yeah. The fucking it, snap. He just would have been really Blah. upset. Be out of here. Even beforehand, it would have put him in a terrible mood, I imagine, and mm-hmm. just not into that. So, um, yeah, Shampa and Beerus do the honorable thing and play hide-and-seek. Um we get the um, reunion of the fighters back on Earth afterwards. Hit. he's His job is done. 
because he's a true professional, consummate professional. He is the Mr. Pink of this group. Oh, yeah. Um, Hits, job is done. He's like, all right, I'm out of here. And Jiren says, hey, what's up, boys? If you could fuse, why didn't you do it during the Tournament of Power? Wouldn't that have been the appropriate time for you to do this, given, you know, everything was on the line? And they they split apart just in time for Vegeta to deliver his uh his good old line of, I fucking hate fusing with this guy. He's a dickhead. I don't like him. And he's annoying. <laughs> and it's hurtful to my pride and my ego. And his parents were trash. And and I am not trash. And I hate trash. I take the trash out. I do not fuse with it. Except and for when I do. I just wish that they would let that go already. I get what, it. The hating each other thing? No, the hate and fusion thing. Oh. Uh, like, I mean, fusion. Saying pride. Vegito. I happened. need you to fucking beat this motherfucker. Patara earrings with Vegito. Okay, first time fusion. Trash. Yes, I understand the the reluctance to do it, especially back then, given the permanence that it was supposedly had. Um, Gogeta, Fusion Reborn, uh, was that movie twelve? I think was that movie twelve? Yeah, movie twelve. Um, same trope. You know, they fucking don't want to fuse, or Vegeta doesn't want to fuse because he's got his pride. Blah blah blah. They did it again in the Broly movie. Um, I know that they had an allusion to it when they went to Super uh, Vegito Blue. Uh, how much Vegito? Like, let the joke die. <laughs> Please. It's been like the fifth fucking time now. Just let it go. Um, now, that's the end of the Galactic Prisoner arc for Super Dragon Ball Heroes. Uh, the big announcement that we got at Jump Festa, in case you missed our last Dragon Ball-based episode... Um, was not that Dragon Ball Super will be returning to a weekly anime, but was that uh, Super Dragon Ball Heroes will have a quote-unquote season two that's going to be starting in March. 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 And it's called, I like the name of it, it's called uh, The Big Bang Mission. Yeah. Big Bang. Trying not to go too crazy with my bees on the splosives, but the Big Bang, Big Bang Mission. Big bang, dick, little bang. What'd you say? <laughs> Big bang, dick, little bang? <laughs> no. I don't know what he really says, but something that is in a song. Is it a little dicky song? No. I think it's Tyga. You are a wealth of random shit that I'd never <laughs> expect you to know. You really are. Anyway, um, Super Dragon Ball Heroes Big Bang Mission, March 2020. And then they also said that they're going to be streaming something else in February about the Time Patrol, which coincidentally is going to be featuring. It looks it's going to be a fucking Time Patrol. Well, yeah, it's going to be probably more of a Trunks, Xeno Trunks based story. Uh, Um, And it looks like, uh, I think, Demigra, King Demigra, which is another one of those um, media, limited media exclusive characters, I think he's yeah he's in xenoverse 2 i imagine he's in super dragon ball heroes to some extent probably early this game has been around in the arcades for fucking over 10 years now in japan so yeah it's crazy why can't we play it i mean they did do a limited run and basically tried it out here in america with the dragon ball world north american tour last year and uh it wasn't it wasn't super popular. I mean, but it's it's limited opportunity to do it. It's a limited availability of machine. People who are going to those things probably don't have the cards to play. Like, it's not something that you can just drop into a place 
and fucking try it out for our three-day weekend. I don't think. I mean, I don't know where there are popular video game arcades. I mean, I guess Providence now would not be a bad option because there are more than a few adult kind of arcade bars or whatever. But even though it was like a kind of more geared toward the retro thing, in terms of like modern arcade places, where do kids go? I don't know. Like Chuck E. Cheese isn't really a dominant thing. Uh, we have a weird fucking game room not too far from us, you know, like 30 minutes away in Seekonk. But it's like sad in there. Is it? I haven't been in there since probably high school. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Super Dragon Ball Heroes, I feel like, is something that you need to drop it in an area where you know Dragon a lot of Dragon Ball fans exist, and that's a, a really oh, Dave and Buster's, dude. Um. Yeah, dude. That talk about a good idea for Dave and Buster's. Oh, Dave and Buster's, get on the phone with Toei right now. Yeah, you fucks. What are you waiting for? Damn. Next thing you know, dude, you got kids going to fucking Dave and Buster's once every goddamn week to go play Super Dragon Ball Heroes with their new cards and shit. Yep. And they're fucking probably old assholes like us who can buy beer. So yeah. double win. And if they're not, then you got your parents. Pre- oh, and then your parents are spending money somewhere else. Dave and Buster's call them up. Why don't you like buy a machine and then like sell the cards? Me? Because I feel like that would be. That's a come up right there. Don't you got like a gay garage? No. Fill it with game nerds. I feel like you're saying gay a lot. Are you saying gay? <laughs> I said game. Oh, game nerds. Game. <laughs> Got it. Um, no, that ain't me. Somebody out there, if you like Dragon Ball enough to listen to this podcast, maybe you like Dragon Ball enough to invest in this idea. Yeah, do it and then let us know where it is and we'll come down there. Yeah, it's got to be like close by because yeah, like I don't, right like, up driving. The road, I don't like driving more than 20 minutes. Yeah, hopefully so. within walking distance. Yeah. I mean, realistically, if you put Next it somewhere door. near us, you know <laughs> that you've got at least two regular customers. Yeah, there you go. That's just a return on your investment right out the chute. Yeah. Um. Okay, Super Dragon Ball Heroes. I think we kind of talked about it. We did. We'll look forward to new episodes, I guess, in 2020. I mean, excuse me, I guess in February of 2020, but also season two quote unquote will be March. I thought you said that was the last episode. It was. So March is when season two will pick up, but they're doing some weird February thing as an interim with King Demigra and Trunks. And it looks like like actual characters from fucking the video game. So we'll see what happens. Super Dragon Ball Heroes is all we got to hold us over. And GD is a terrible Although I did like it and see uh, Hearts get punched in the face. Yeah. Break his stupid Fuck glasses. Fuck glasses. Fuck glasses. All right. And then quickly, I'll say, I'll say quickly, because um, the manga chapter for 55, which came out the week before Christmas. So um, I typically get caught up not doing manga episodes when I want to, because whenever I try to get people to do them with me, they don't fucking read it and i'm not big into hosting story time typically but today i had the time to do story time with jimmy yeah for make a chapter number 55 so um this is i mean it's not too much occurs in this chapter in terms of plot but um it is vegeta heavy and we finally get um the insight or the confirmation rather of what we've been suspecting about 
the ugliest haircut in the fucking seventh universe, <laughs> uh, Miris of the Galactic Patrol. Yeah. And it picks up off of that. So at the end of chapter 54, uh, Daishin Khan, Grand Priest, uh, and Whis are talking about Miris and uh, how he's become a problem in Universe 7, basically. And it's uh, picks up during that conversation, and it's confirmed that he's basically an angel, but he's an angel in training. Yeah. He's Weiss's younger brother. And, uh, you know, in a lot of ways, Weiss is responsibility. So he's sent to Universe 7. I don't really know why. All right. And uh, he joins the Galactic Patrol and is apparently like the greatest galactic patrolman of all time. But the thing with angels is they're not supposed to use their powers uh, for good. Like they're not supposed to interfere. They're not supposed to interfere at all, whether it be good or bad, whatever. And uh, except for when they rewind time, we gets a pass. Um, But with Miris, it's like, He's not using his angel powers to do it, and that's why you see him like using a gun and his fucking jet boots and shit all throughout everything we've seen in this moral arc. But with uh, without his angel powers to whatever capture these villains, he's not technically breaking the angel code, and I just think that that's fucking weak, personally. Metaclorians. Not even that, dude. I mean, it's nothing <laughs> like that. It's like. It's just a question of like, is is what he's been doing this entire time? Is that technically not what he's? And it's like, well, not the only reason he's on their radar now is because he's starting to catch a lot of criminals now, and he's ramping up now. And now that he's sitting in this time chamber, uh, working with Goku, and him and Goku were going all out. He's tapping into his angel powers, and now it's become a problem. Yeah, like why was it a problem when he was still very much fighting on the side of good to put away galactic, uh, you know, villains like. Whatever, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dwell on it too much, but right. um, Weiss basically comes to pick him up at the end of the chapter, and uh, he's like, "All right, poop, getting your angel close." <laughs> the thing that I've been saying about Mirror since the beginning, and I said it at the top, um, stupidest haircut in Universe Seven. I was thinking like, "All right, cool, he's an angel in training, but he's in disguise and he's hiding his identity." He gave himself this dumb haircut to fucking shake people off his trail, right? People <laughs> shave their heads, shave off their eyebrows, fucking do all sorts of wild <laughs> shit to throw people off the trail when they're trying to hide. Yeah. This haircut is obviously a part of that. And then Weiss comes to pick him up to take him back to the fucking daycare center for angels, wherever the hell he's got to go. And he puts him in his clothes with the big rings around the neck. And uh, yeah, no, that hair's for real. Yeah. That hair is a conscious decision. Mm-hmm. Not an unfortunate um, byproduct of having to conceal your identity. Um, That's just for life. It's a fashion choice. It's a conscious fashion choice. So, Miris, um, glad that you had a lot of success with the Galactic Patrol. I just wish that you had a little bit more success with a barber. Because, damn, do you look foolish. (laughs) So... That's at the front and at the end of this chapter today. Um, beginning of it is the conversation. Whis goes to get him. The end of it, he's about to fight Goku as time is about to wind down in the time chamber. Whis comes to get him, uh, warps them out of there, and he's like, yo, what's up, son? You know you're not supposed to be doing this shit. Goku, go. Yeah, get the fuck out Here's of here. Here's some new clothes. Beat it. And uh, <laughs> he, you know, I guess we're going to see what happened. Like, 
you know, more, they, they make the illusion to Miris kind of leaning toward going with Goku at the end of this training to go help him fight Moro and how that's a super big no-no and that's why Whis interfered at that point. Okay, cool, I buy that. Um, what's Goku going to do now? All right, that's that's kind of the question at the end of the chapter. But that's the front and the end. And the middle is this whole Vegeta on planet Yardrit part. Yeah. And it's a super action-heavy chapter. Really not much happens in this section of it outside of some pretty cool battle visuals. Yeah. Um, basically, some... Vegeta fights. Some more Moros dudes end up on Yardrit, and they're like, hey, we're going to fuck this place up. And Vegeta's like, not today. <laughs> and... uh He's like, smash, and then they're like, oh, we throw a building at you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Vegeta shows off his new Yardrit powers, um, and, like, it's nothing specific because, like, the whole point of him going to Yardrit was to learn techniques, so, like, everyone's been hedging bets. Like, he's going to learn instantaneous movement. He's going to learn teleportation. Or, you know, what are these other things that it, he could potentially learn from the Yardrits? Everything that we see him do in this fight today it's just like kicks. Yeah, like you know, they, this dude. It's like a very. Uh, it's it's. I don't want to say it's a ripoff, but I assume it's somebody of Zarbon's race. I guess yeah. who you know is like this proper looking kind of dude, and then it transforms into this big ugly beast monster, and has a fucking uh, enormous strength. He was picking up full buildings and just throwing them at Vegeta, and Vegeta's just like flicking them off with his wrist. It's the best. But again, it's just kind of um, underlining how strong Vegeta is with, I don't think it's his strength, but I think it's his quote unquote spirit uh, ability to manipulate his spirit energy or whatever, which is, <laughs> well, spirit's like key, but key's not spirit, but key yeah. is spirit and whatever. Vegeta's been undergoing this training now for however long it's there. It's a different kind of key. Yeah. Spirit it, key. It's. I need a second bar for that, okay? <laughs> I use my regular key for some moves. Yes. I use my spirit key for other moves. Slightly different color uh, <laughs> on the second bar. So he puts these dudes to shame. Uh, however, the whole entire point of them coming to Yardrat basically was just to be like, hey, what's up? We're not even really interested in y'all. Uh, we are going to this planet called Earth, though. And Vegeta's like, oh, no, Earth. I live there. He says that with his face, pretty much just his face. And the dude goes, hey. I'm looking at just your face right now, and it says that you're from there. <laughs> We're going to fuck up your house, and you're not <laughs> going to have a house to live in anymore. And if you know Vegeta, you go back to movie 13, Wrath of the Dragon, uh, when Vegeta comes in with like 15 minutes left to go in the movie, because like the whole movie, you're just sitting around saying, Vegeta really likes his house. No. <laughs> You're just sitting around saying the whole time, hey, where the fuck is Vegeta at? It'd be really helpful if Vegeta was here. <laughs> and then Harutagarn just fucking steps on a building and Vegeta just blasts him from out of nowhere. He's like, motherfucker, that's my house. <laughs> you know Vegeta really likes his house. Yeah, right. It's right? a really long way to say that. So this Zarbon ripoff looking motherfucker in his ugly, strong form, hurling buildings to no avail, he threatening to go defeat the Earth or eat the Earth or Moro doing it. Doesn't sit well with Vegeta's. Um, this guy also had some kind of telekinetic ability, which helped him throw the buildings. He tries to hit him with um, a spaceship, a la like Frieza spaceship style. Uh, he puts uh, extra energy into it to harden it. I don't know. It's a really minor detail, I guess, but I just thought it was interesting that they um, made the differentiation on. Uh, why throwing a spaceship at anybody, whether it's Vegeta or not, 
um, how it can be more dangerous than just a regular old spaceship. It's a spaceship hardened. Yeah, filled up with his fucking spirit love. But um, spirit love. His karma, his fucking Reddit points. You are all, I wish I knew more about Reddit. Um, (laughs) One thing I wish they did give Vegeta at the end of this chapter is this dude. Oh, what happens? Vegeta fucking delivers a huge fucking blow and knocks this guy the fuck out. And then he goes to escape. Right. And he kills him, right? He doesn't kill him. No, what happens? So this Zarbon knockoff motherfucker throws the spaceship again, hardened with energy. And he's like moving it telekinetically through the air, trying to hit Vegeta with it, whatever. And it just like flies off, I guess. Like, I don't fucking know. Because it goes out of frame. And all this information about Moro really going to target the Earth is when all of that is exchanged. And then he's like, anyway, peace, motherfucker. Because Vegeta's <laughs> like, all right, I'll let you live, but I got to turn you over to the Galactic Patrol. That's where I was like, Toyotaro, strike one. Vegeta yeah. don't fucking negotiate. Vegeta kills a motherfucker, yeah. especially after they just made a threat on the earth like that. Right. Vegeta don't negotiate. Vegeta kills a motherfucker. So that's strike one for Toyotaro, right? And Vegeta right mm-hmm. there. Strike two happens just like on the next fucking page when this dude's like, turn myself into the cops. Yeah, right. Peace. And he hops on top of his buddy's like, whatever, fucking flying van car thing. <laughs> and he's on the roof. And Vegeta holds his arm up to go blast it out of the air. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Vegeta. Kill that piece of shit like you just failed to do last page. And then all of a sudden that spaceship, hardened by energy, comes <laughs> flying in out of nowhere and just smashes it and destroys everybody. And Vegeta's like, huh, he killed himself. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what the fuck, Toyotaro? You, <laughs> wow, you, you don't care. Like, I get wanting to make Vegeta like a little bit more of um, a softer character now that he's welling to be in a father and we're into Dragon Ball Super this far. And I understand wanting to soften him up a little bit, but you can make the argument that um, he would be even harder knowing on this motherfucker go even harder. Uh, against this dude knowing that his next plan is to tell Moro like hey what's up uh we got I mean even though Moro's on his way to earth you'd think he would just blow the dude up no questions asked knowing that he's aligned with Moro who he now knows is going to target the earth right all right so and then understanding that he's about to do it and then taking it away from him that was stupid I get that he almost gave it to me and he was about to but he's like no Vegeta's a nice guy now no the fuck he isn't <laughs> Han Solo shot first. Dude, I literally felt like one of those moments to me. <laughs> you know, minus the fact that, you know, I this isn't a moment that has been in cinema history since 1977. This is the first um, interpretation of it. It's not going to be updated a million fucking times. Yeah, right. McConkey. It's not going to have that <laughs> shit. So, I don't know. I just felt like he should have shot first, but he didn't shoot at all because it was conveniently taken care of by a magical ship hardened with energy. That ship was wicked hot. Hot as fuck, though. <laughs> hot as steel. <laughs> Fucking hot. All right, so that's Manga Chapter 55. We talked about Super Dragon Ball Heroes, um, Episode 19. Season 2, quote-unquote, will start in March 2020. Be on the lookout for that. Um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot next Thursday. We will be purchasing oh, yeah. it. We'll be playing it next week. 
Um, maybe I'll make feds figure out. A, I don't know. One of these days we'll have some kind of video game streaming thing. Yeah. I don't know how things work. You only have Xbox or you have PlayStation 2? I just have Xbox. I mean, I have a PlayStation 2. No, not like I meant. I don't have a PlayStation as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a PlayStation 4. I have an Xbox One, and that's it. I like Xbox One better, but, you know, I want to get the online, and I'm going to buy that game. Because, legitimately, I've been poor for, like, fucking, like, almost four weeks. I haven't worked a fucking full week in, like, Finally, I did. You should be thankful that global warming's a thing. No, it was like holidays and fucking waking up late and shit. Not feeling like going. Ain't nobody caring about that poverty. (laughs) That's some lazy poverty, baby. But if you want to help Jimmy buy his own copy of Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, uh, you can go to patreon.com backslash Dragon Ball Super Dope. All one word. Hell yeah. Go there. And, uh, I want to think uh, we could play the game together if you buy it for me. Yep, that's Patreon. The, yeah, <laughs> Patreon buys them a copy. I mean, who the hell wouldn't want some Jimmy commentary over the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot? Yeah, right. If you're one of the loyal fans and you're down with it, this month's contribution in the month of, uh, I guess January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, month of January's money will go to buying Jimmy a fucking <laughs> a copy of Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. <laughs> uh, I want to thank our current patrons, Brian Meltiori. Uh, Minnie Van Dan, Caleb Minnie Darling of the Holy Nerdy Podcast, uh, Little Baby Jaren, my brother Dan down in Florida, yeah. Jake of Perez, and of course our Australian brother Reese Andriotis. Reese, heard your world's on fire, dude. <laughs> Sorry about that. I saw it started raining. Did it? Hard down there. Cool. Hopefully that's good for you guys. Yeah. Um, I know that he'd gone to like New Zealand or something for vacation, I think, when it started, and then he came back to it. So my other buddy, Mike, you know Mike Weaver. Yeah. Fucking Mike Weaver moved down there, man. Really? And he posted up a video on Facebook. Uh, he's like, yeah, these fires suck ass. Uh, I'm still going about my day. Me and my wife are still going to like whatever farmer's market they went to that weekend or whatever. But this is the highway, and- it just looks like a super crazy fog. He's like, this isn't fog. This is all fucking smoke. I'm like, oh, my God. Dude, you were breathing that in. Yeah, right. Fucking scary. 2020 is a big year, people. And uh, it's already shit in the bed right out the gate. So, yeah. hey, come on, people now. Smile on your brother. Something. Learn to love one another right now. Yeah. That's a hippie song. Save the koalas. You know what we need to watch? You know why koalas aren't classified as bears? Because they're marsupials? They're not qualified. They don't have the qualifications? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we should watch fucking pump up the volume. Oh, yeah. Do a pod on that. We're talking about doing a Star Wars pod for Mandalorian. I would like to talk. Did you just go see Rise of Skywalker? No, dude. I could rip it up pretty good. I got the game and I was like. I get it. You should I, go see it. I smashed on that. Oh, that's right. We were going to go see it the other day game. and then I never fucking heard from you. Yeah, because it was fucking after Christmas with my brother. Friggin' Jagweed. But I played that Fallen Order game and fucking beat it. Beat it was awesome, I heard, right? It. Yeah, it was a good game. Word. I mean, the ending's kind of like, wow. But Oh, before we go, I almost fucking forgot. Um, about four, five, six months ago, somewhere in there, we did, I think it was me and Brandon, we did Dragon Ball Z, The Path to Power. No, Dragon Ball Z. We did the movie... Dragon Ball, The Path to Power, which was a movie 
based on Little Kid Goku, released in 1997, just after GT wrapped up. Or was it just as GT was airing? Either way, the reason that we did it was because my buddy Tom that I was working with at the comic book store at the time uh, was like, I want to get into Dragon Ball, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how to start, though. And I'm like, listen, man, <laughs> if you're going to do it, just start at the beginning. All right, just watch OG Dragon Ball from episode one on. It's time-consuming, I know, but yeah. that's the only right way to do it. He's like, nah, I'll never do that. I'm like, well, fuck you, Tom. Let me see if I can help you hack it, all right, and find a way in. So I was like, there's got to be some kind of, because so many of, um, not just Dragon Ball, but anime movies in general, especially if it's based on a popular TV series, the goal of the movie in the first five to ten minutes is be like, Oh, you never seen this anime series before? Yeah. Here's the five minute pitch. <laughs> this is what it's about. You're caught yeah. up now. Here's the crazy story. Yeah. But I didn't really want that for Dragon Ball for Tom because, you know, Tom's not a dumb kid. Um, but I feel like if he were to consume Dragon Ball in a way that it wasn't meant to like if he just jumped into like some random Majin Boo fight, he'd be like, This is fucking stupid. Yeah. He doesn't get it, you know? So whatever. <laughs> we'll never get it. We we did that podcast and I'm like, basically the conclusion was, um, if you haven't listened to it, you know, go listen to it, The Path to Power. I think we did it maybe in like August of last year, me and Brandon. Um conclusion was not a good entry point. Very confusing movie. It takes a <laughs> lot of fucking creative liberties. I do appreciate the fact that Android eight is so heavily involved. Aider Hachan, it's great to have him around. Yeah. Um. But yeah, not a great entry point. Tom, however, this is the good news. Long way to get here. Uh, Tom, completely. Um, what's the word? God damn it! It would make sense that I'd start to fail to use words now. I've been <laughs> pretty good so far today. Uh, Tom, completely unexpectedly, I guess I'll go with that phrase. Uh, just started to watch Dragon Ball last week. Really? Dub on the Funimation app. Uh, just from episode one on, and he's like fucking obsessed with it. The OG, OG, yeah, yeah. He's like thirty episodes in almost. It's so much to watch all of that. It is, but I mean, I've done it a few times, but, but like now I have a job. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> when you think about where Dragon Ball is now for Dragon Ball Super, even before Super started, when you think about Dragon Ball Z. If you wanted to get in on that, like you're seeing like pieces of the Cell Saga or the Boo Saga as it's coming over to America, and you're like, this shit looks crazy. I want to get in on it. Well, the story started fucking, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, the story started 300 episodes ago. Oh, never mind. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not into that. Um, yeah. But like, if you take it from the beginnings, it's A, unexpected. Like, I don't, even though I prep Tom, like, you got to do it. It's funny. It's more comedic than it is martial arts based. You'll notice when the tone starts to shift around here and then it'll shift again around here. Coincidentally, I did do a couple of, uh, I watched a couple of OG Dragon Ball episodes today. I watched the first Death of Krillin. Yeah. Ooh. That <laughs> one gets you. That's another dramatic shift in tone in that series right. because then it goes from straight up lighthearted martial arts where like a tournament is like one of the biggest things. I mean, you had the Red Ribbon arc at that time, but. Goku fucking taking bullets to the head just makes it feel like there's so low stakes. Yeah. But he beats <laughs> Tianchen Han and everyone's friends, and you're like, oh, cool, great. Or he doesn't, be, I, he technically loses to Tianchen Han because he hits the truck first. But, and then it's such a weird episode, dude. Um, he forgets the power pole in his four star Dragon Ball, and he's like, 
Curlin's like, oh, I'll go get it for you. I know you left it at the stadium. Don't worry. And like the long reaction shots of everybody as Krillin runs away laughing in his suit to go get Goku's thing and Goku just knows something's about to go down and then when he finds him and he holds his body and I'm like yo this is some heavy shit <laughs> talk about a tonal shift in a show oh my god Whew. and then it happens again when it switches from um, you know mythical ad- uh, martial arts adventure to mythical I guess yeah mythical mystical martial arts adventure to straight up sci-fi shit when Dragon Ball Z happens yeah um, Tom anyway Welcome aboard, baby. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hope you didn't listen to this podcast and have me ruin episode <laughs> 101. It's such a it's such a turn, dude. Jeez. Because, like, I didn't watch Dragon Ball all the way through the first series until I think I was 23. Yeah. When it was, I'd read all the comics. I knew the story, but I never watched it because I just, I'd already read it. I had all the fucking comic book. I have them in that box over there when Viz was bringing them in. Uh, individual before they moved. Eventually, they moved to just... Um, you know, uh, graphic novel status, but um, I never watched it. But I remember when I first watched that episode, I remember exactly where I was sitting on my bed, which apartment I was sitting in, and my apartment on fucking Mount Hope Avenue. And I was like, oh, wow. Everyone always makes such a big deal about Krillin getting killed by Frieza on Namek, but this is way worse. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, if you don't like the OG Dragon Ball, you're a damn idiot. <laughs> and that's all for me today. Uh, make sure you rate and subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that means a lot. 2020, we have a lot of aggressive goals. It would really mean the world to me if you could help us get started on the right foot by leaving a five-star review and whatever encouraging words that you want to leave to sell people to listen to this, you know, Sometimes dumpster fire of a show. Hell yeah. Sometimes it's a little more composed. I feel like today wasn't awful. Yeah. It was nice. Imagine if Dan was here with you, though. You and Dan, man, <laughs> never again. Not unless we have one buffer between you. Yeah. I told him, I went and hung out with Mike earlier this week. I was like, if we do a Mandalorian one, I know that Dan and Jimmy both want in, but you have to do it too because I can't, <laughs> I can't keep them separated by myself. It's just <laughs> too much. Um, all right, we'll be on the lookout for the My Hero Academia episode. Me and the Flying Federico brothers will be doing 76, 75 and 76 tomorrow afternoon. Look for that on either when, hopefully Wednesday morning, if not Thursday, in which case I'm apologizing now. Um, if you want to leave us a voicemail, uh, 401-213-9596. Instagram at DB Superdope, Twitter at DB Superdope One. We don't do Facebook because that's for old people and Nazis. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that'll be it. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you in a couple days. Na, 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 na.